0: Morning. Good morning. Did you hear Gucci? The ghost, the ghost of the skunk. I think that's what he hears. There's nobody here. And he starts barking. Welcome, everyone. I- I'm so, so, so excited. Oh, thank you, Sylvie. Good morning. She's on on Podbeam. Hey guys, thank you for being so generous and you're welcoming on Podbeam. Lise, thank you, Matthew, everyone. Thank you so much. Anyways, guys, if you don't know about it, my my two dogs out of three got got um sprayed with uh, by a skunk got sprayed by a skunk and um it's quite an adventure quite an adventure and i think he's getting these um um koshmar. what's koshmar in english uh bad dreams ba- by uh, uh, what was it called melanie koshmar nightmares Yeah, he's getting nightmares. Nightmares, I think, of the skunk. Anyways, Uh, good morning, my friends. Chapter 5, Expect Abundance from Bob Proctor, born rich. For those that were at war, were... We're, we're, we're at the rally on Wednesday night in English and last night in French. I'm telling you, everything is connected. I'm so into right now feeling good. I am so into feeling good. And you're going to say, why, Maria, are you into feeling good? Because you see, Melanie Miller put this new goal in my head. I started off with one thing and then she brought it to a whole other level. For those that don't know me, I'm Maria Mariano. 41 years in multi-level marketing business and I'm planning my retirement party and I want the retirement party to happen in 2030. That gives us seven years and that's thanks to your graphic melanie miller and this is what's happening and you're going to see how it's connected to today's podcast and for those that are at my rallies you're going to see how it's connected to everything i've been talking about in the last two weeks so what i'm seeing here is this huge retirement party where i have everybody invited that that is still alive of course that have touched me over the you know in, in, in in it's going to be 50 years right who have touched me in the last 50 years and that have allowed me to be where i am and i already know what i want them to say i already see who's going to play the music i already see the games that are going to be happening i already i'm already planning on how the evening is going to unfold i'm already planning on who i want to invite if we going is still alive if simon is still alive they're all going to be invited because they're all going to be there for the billion dollar celebration and i can see it i can see telling them, what is a billion dollars in sales? That's the equivalent of one million dollars to 13 days and one billion dollars to 33 years. Like, Because people have to wrap their brains around it. And then I'm going to have my 1,000 millionaires and multi-millionaires all crowned with millionaire status. I, I don't know, but I'm building this, okay? Whether it's a chain, I still don't know. So I'm creating this. I'm creating this in my mind. And then yesterday, we start reading chapter five born rich by bob proctor expect an abundance and this chapter is all about how you can use your expectations to attract more abundance and prosperity in your life and i'm saying oh my gosh that's what we've been doing melanie miller since the discovery that we are already at over 675 million dollars in sales Okay. And today we've we've decided yesterday that we're going to divide this podcast into three segments. We're going to start it off today. So make sure you join us next Thursday and Friday. So we're really going to take our time. Today, Melanie Miller Miller, a lot of you don't know, she, she has a doctorate degree in pharmaceutical, you know, you know, that that you know that special thing there. She was actually part of the team who brought Advil. To the market, so guys, give it up for Melanie Miller. She is with us. She will be sharing her insight on what we can do to increase our income and how expectations can be the key to unlocking financial success. Now, there's a lot of, uh, in in Marie Pierre's words, there's a lot of hocus pocus, you know, because it's very, you know, God, it's very uh, universal. It's it's so deep that I was watching Marie Pierre's face yesterday as we were reading the chapter. And I knew she's saying to herself, what's all this mumbo jumbo? So yeah, like I saw it, like right in front of her. Now, the difference between me and Marie-Pierre is that I'm 58, I've done a lot more reading. So I said, Marie-Pierre, I know what you're gonna do, my little astronaut, she has a master's in chemistry. I said, you're gonna provide us with some powerful tools, concrete, you know, mathematically equatable, because I know how she thinks, tools for, that's going to help us overcome our limits and achieve great success. We need to be aware of how we limit ourselves. We'll be discussing some thought provoking ideas and particular strategies, strategies that you can start applying in your life today. We want this podcast to be inspirational and informative so you can expect to take away some valuable insight and actionable tips that you're going to put into action immediately this weekend. So before we take off with Melanie Miller, it's time to share. And I want you to write, are you feeling stuck and frustrated? Question mark. Share the podcast. Are you feeling stuck and frustrated? Share the podcast. Marie Pierre, over to you. I want her to share how you can contribute to this growing of the group, the millionaire of the diamonds. We have this amazing contest going on. We've got top three achievers right now. We're going to be drawing out. I know Marie Pierre, we're going to draw out over $700 in chef series, five ply pots, because we're going to achieve our 3000. You see how I do it automatically, Melanie Miller? the visualization of what I want and not the worrisome of what I don't want. That's why on Wednesday and Thursday, I said, what does worry and work have in common? Absolutely nothing. One cannot happen if the other is present. If you're worrying, even if you think you're working, you're not working. It's giving zero result. So Marie-Pierre, in this feel good moment, how can they participate and who are our top three?
1: Yes, yeah, so you have three ways to get the in the draw. So everything is on the group L'Emiliana Desiana Inspirational Group. So the first way is when you comment on everything on the group. Uh, with six words and more, you get a ticket for every comment. The second way you can get a ticket is when you post on the group. So it can be a picture, it can be a video, it can be a live. So every time you post, you get a ticket in the draw. And the third way is when you invite someone new to the group and the person uh, accepts your invitation. She posts on the group to say thank you to this person. She tags you and both of you get a ticket in the draw. And yes, yesterday we talked about the top three. So it's the same one as last week. So number three is Patricia Brousseau. Number two, Lise Boucher. And number
0: one is Jacqueline Stockley. So congratulations to our top three. Thank you, Patricia Brousseau, because, you know, if we hadn't been doing this recognition, I wouldn't have realized it, I wouldn't have noticed it. So welcome once again. And once again, I wanna so thank everyone that is participating uh, on the group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. You need to know all my last three weeks speeches that I've provided Wednesdays and Thursday nights have been based on the readings on the group the millionaire of the diamonds for the first time i'm not looking all over google i'm not looking all over youtube i'm not looking all over instagram for my um for my for my speech that i want to share everything is coming from that group you know going from the affirmations that lise has been posting thank you lise because that is so important to stay in the feel good because if i'm not feeling good like i said yesterday you know there's this huge uh, warehouse in the sky this invisible Warehouse that's only waiting to give me all my abundance and my riches. But every time I'm not feeling good, it's saying, Stop, stop. She's not in a feel good. Don't be distracted by my dogs barking, okay? I know I'm watching you guys on Zoom, okay? It, it's life. Now I feel like yelling, Shut up, go Jay, but I won't do it, okay? Uh, I, and what can I say about Jacqueline? You've got to go watch that mini, mini reel. If you don't like your life, change your script. If you don't like your life, change your script. I've been saying that for years and she actually found something. So, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, lean in and get ready to take notes. Over to you, Melanie.
2: Yes, good morning, Maria. And uh, today, uh, I really enjoyed writing and preparing this morning. So, our minds are powerful magnets. They attract whatever the ruling state is in our minds. Expectation dictates what the ruling state will be. So what is expectation? Well, the dictionary definition is a strong belief that something will happen or be the cause of the future i love that because expectation is always something that has excited me and it's one of those things that your teachers talk to you about your parents talk to you about and you know sometimes you realize that their expectations in you are higher than you have in yourself and this is one of the reasons i love doing tupperware because I can often see things in other people that they haven't yet seen for themselves. That's my expectations in them. It can be a blessing and it can be a curse. It is a powerful tool and we have the control over it. It is governing what is attracted into our lives. When you expect nothing, you will get nothing. What are you doing to increase your income? And if you say nothing, well, what have we been talking about all along in the book so far? Or maybe you say, well, I've started to think about what I might do. No, you have to start imaging what you are going to do and actually get on and do it. We have outlined several phrases in the book to date. They are like phases. They are like pieces of a jigsaw puzzle and fitting them together is what will make the whole picture. The message of expectation behind this chapter will be a triggering mechanism to attract into your life all that you desire. You need to be careful though because it can just as easily work in the opposite direction. If you start thinking and have an expectation of nothing or an expectation of failure, well I'm sorry to tell you, that is what you are going to attract into your life. I want to tell you the story about my husband. Our children can be influenced in a positive or negative way by our expectations, and sometimes the expectation of an outsider can influence them even more. My husband, Alan, was born into a very poor area in the UK. He was born into an area where most people had low expectations for their lives. And not only did the people living there have low expectations, but the people governing them had low expectations for them. His parents were hard working within the confines of their expectations. His dad worked in the shipyards as a welder, and each time he was offered a higher position, he turned it down. He did not want to do or have any more responsibility than for himself. His mum was a cleaner and did keep their house beautifully clean too, but that was what she expected from her life. Alan was clearly a smart kid. He did well at school. His parents were proud of him but expected him to leave school at 16 to get a job because that was the expectations for the area. However, Alan's best friend called Barry had a father who had much bigger expectations for his only son. He wanted him to get out of the life cycle they were in, go to university and make something of his life. He saw Alan, a bright, relatively calm kid, as a great friend for Barry, and so encouraged their friendship, including Alan in many family outings and activities. He encouraged them with their schoolwork. He talked about what they could be, what they might study, what they could become. He created expectation in them. So much so that when Alan and Barry reached the final years of their school, and the authorities decided that this group of school kids didn't need a full complement of teachers, and they wanted to do science, and one of the subjects they wanted to study was biology, there was no teacher, and that they should teach themselves if that's what they really wanted to do. And they did. In fact, thanks to Barry's dad's expectations, there was a class of six who taught themselves biology, high school level, so that they could have bigger things. And they all passed. Barry and Alan with A grades. Both Barry and Alan ended up succeeding in their lives. They both went to university. They both Um, went on from university to do PhDs. They both moved away from home. Alan had a PhD in pharmacy. Barry had a PhD in ophthalmology. Alan went to work in pharmaceuticals and became the head of a huge company in Laval. Barry went on to ophthalmology and he ended up being a head of um, a um, school in england a university in england and then he moved to dubai and was head of the university there if alan had not known barry's dad and had barry's dad's expectation he would likely have not got to where he is today his parents never discouraged him Uh, But they would say things like his dad would say, oh, you've never done a decent day's work in your life because Alan has soft hands and Alan's dad viewed hard labor as decent day's work. But they never encouraged him. They never had expectations for him. It is how children from impoverished areas can get out of the lives they are born to. Someone has expectations for them, and help them to make it happen, so they gain expectations for themselves. All of us need to have big expectations for the things we want in life. That, combined with, the, with knowledge that everything we want is already there, it's just waiting for us to grab it, is powerful only we with the power from the universe can make that happen so what are your expectations for your life and what are you doing about it and i'm going to pass you over now to Marie pierre who's going to give us what we can do about it over <laughs> to you Marie pierre
1: Thank you, Melanie. So yes, we understand that we want to develop the abundance mentality. We want to develop an abundance mindset because developing an abundant mindset will impact your personal and professional success. When you have an abundance mindset, you feel clear, confident and capable. When you have a scarcity mentality, you fear the unknown and believe there is so much of everything available in the world. So developing an abundance mindset will lead you to greater creativity and happiness. It will also increase grat- gratitude, appreciation and build positive habits. Developing an uh, abundant mentality will help you feel motivated, happy and grateful for what you have. So now that we really understand why we want it, here's seven ways to develop that abundance mindset. Number one, focus on gratitude to create an abundant life. So someone with an abundance mindset will practice gratitude. They have an appreciation for what they have and are not envious of what others have. Abundant mindset people don't feel guilty about what they have and what others or don't have. Instead, they focus on being happy with who they are and what they have. They also express an appreciation for the people they have in their life. Number two, surround yourself with people who have an abundance mentality. So someone with an abundance mindset will surround themselves with other abundance minded people. So they seek out committed and self-aware people. They also look uh, for people who look for the positive in any experience. So abundant people will look for others who can push them forward and cheer them on. They also look for people to hold them accountable and celebrate achievement. So someone with an abundance mentality will look uh, for people uh, that can upgrade their thinking. Number three create an abundant vision so to create an abundant life it's important to create a vision of who you want to be in the future so goal setting gives your life direction purpose and will build confidence so goals increase motivation and build excitement about your future having a clear vision increases feeling of abundance so when you feel abundant your vision will act as a guiding path it also helps you feel confident and capable to achieve that future vision. So build that vision board. Number four, focus on your unique strength. So having an abundance mentality means you focus on your unique strength. Instead of trying to impo- improve your weaknesses, you focus on your biggest capabilities. You understand that the impact of your thought and action have on other people, so it also ensures you you feel like you're progressing in the area of your life that are most important to you. So, people with abundant mentality understand that their strength gives them a platform to grow faster. Number five is do more of what you love. So, someone with an abundant mentality spend their time doing what they love to do. This prepares them to capture bigger opportunities. So, abundant people know that doing what they love To do is the fastest way to increase happiness. So instead of doing things they don't like, they focus on opportunities. Abundant minded people will focus on accomplishment and progress. They get a better feeling about themselves by doing more of the activity they love to do. They ensure that they spend more time doing what they love and uh, they set up their days to. Success. So they identify their biggest priority, priorities for the day and they also spend the most valuable time working on them. So to enhance the feeling of abundance and progress, they also celebrate their achievement. Number six, it's build a life of learning and growth. The abundance thinking uh, is an attitude that will increase confidence and positivity. So someone who has abundant thinking will crave learning and growth. They look for new knowledge and wisdom to improve their mindset and performance. Abundant people will focus on improving their positive mindset. They seek out people who can help them grow. They also take care of their mind and body to do more and achieve more. So someone with an abundance mentality understand the importance of sleep and exercise. <laughs> so they eat healthy and carve out time for rest. And the last one number 7, so expand abundance and eliminate scarcity. So someone with an abundance mindset focus on expanding abundance. They also commit to eliminating Scarcity. They understand what creates that feeling of abundance and what creates the scarcity mindset. Abundant people are self-aware and focused on personal growth. They also spend more time building positive habits. And they will cut out anything that causes the scarcity mindset. So, For example, if you are waiting to pay the bill until the last minute, that will create the scarcity mindset. If you over-scheduling yourself because you think that you will miss something, that causes a scarcity mindset. If you're overly self-reliant, so you don't want to delegate, that is a cause of scarcity mindset. If you are a perfectionist, that causes scarcity mindset. If you are rushing to make a decision because you think you can make more, it's a cause of scarcity mindset. So when you know this, you can spot it and say, okay, now I can cut it out of my life because I want to create that abundance mentality and eliminate the scarcity mindset in my life. So yes, remember that someone with an abundance mindset will feel more positive, empowered, and confident. So that's uh, how we want to make sure that we do it every day, those uh, seven points, to make sure that yes, we eliminate the scarcity
0: and we go for the abundance mindset. Marie-Pierre, it feels good, eh? Having put it into concrete sentences, you have to see her face yesterday. And yes, Melissa, you're not the only one who she's talking to. I'm sure that many of our listeners today are saying, oh my god, that's me, oh my god, that's me, oh my god, that's me. So today, I really want to encourage you to take the first step to creating this abundance mentality. and Once again, Marie Pierre, I know you're going to print the document for me and I hope everybody does the same. This is where I have this beautiful filing cabinet that I have all my documents in there because anytime I'm in need of something right now, I know that this filing system is for me you know there's a lot of stuff out there but it's not all for me so in closing i want to leave you leave you with this expectation is like a double-edged sword expectations is like a double-edged sword it has the, the capacity of being a blessing or a curse capacity of being a blessing or a curse your expectations are one of the most powerful unseen forces in your life shaping your reality and influencing the outcome of your experience once again you know me and melanie on monday we had fun because i said something and the double-edged sword came out and then it was a yeah but so now my mind is going on what it can't be for me you see? And every time I do that, it's impossible for me to prosper. This is why worry or use whatever word you want and work cannot be in the same sentence. They just can't. Okay. So you need to work on that. And I love, I love the story of Dwayne, the rock, Dwayne Johnson. Okay, that that beautiful, uh, I think he's from Hawaii, man. I just love his story. If you listen to his story on Netflix, you know, Dwayne turned his life around when he shifted his expectation and his mindset because being a wrestler and a football player, a struggling wrestler and football player, he was surrounded by too many people, Marie-Pierre, that were naysayers, that were yeah, but people, that were, well, you know, you come from poor beginnings. Where do you think you're going to head off? Right from a struggling football player and a wrestler, he transformed into one of the most successful actors and entrepreneurs of our time by shifting his mindset by eliminating the word worry in the same sentence of working. Or what, or what you cannot be. He visualized his success and worked hard to achieve it, embracing the power of expectation to propel him forward in this abundant life he kept seeing from himself. And then of course, you know, they used whatever Marie-Pierre said, that's what he needed to use. Now, I urge all of you to pay attention to the ideas going through your mind every second of the day. You know, if you hit your toe, on the chair what are you saying oh am i stupid you know i've heard people say this out loud can you imagine what goes in silence in their mind so i need you this weekend as of this podcast to walk and be in tune with every thought going through your mind and i need you to remember your expectation can be tr- is the trigger mechanism to attract what is good or to attract what is bad promise me you guys promise me you're going to be in tune with what's going through your mind you're going to be in tune with the way you're speaking the yeah buts okay okay just just try to be in tune with what really is going on so as as we end today's episode this podcast don't forget there's two more I really want to encourage all of you to visualize the wealth in your mind and conquer the feelings of poverty the way Alan did. Conquer the feelings of poverty that are within you. I'm telling you right now, if you're still not at the level of success you wish to be and in your life, in your Tupperware business, whatever you're touching, you know, it's, the answer is within you. That's what you need to conquer. And you need to remember that prosperity is simply an awareness of the wealth that is within you and the opportunities that are around you. You cannot see the opportunities that are around you if you don't first understand the wealth that is within you. So don't forget to join us next week. I really want you to walk um, the next few days before we see each other again with the consciousness. Be conscious of what is going through your mouth and what is going through your mind. I think that is a great beginning. And if all of this sounds hocus pocus, well, take Marie-Pierre's document and read it. All right. I love you guys so much. Happy weekend. And thank you for joining us.